You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two decades. The Race Central Radio Show. Drive, start, Back on ESPN Radio 1600. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Let's go racing drivers. Unbelievable. It's going to be close right here at the line. He's got the inside. They touch once, twice. Oh, boy, here we go. This is going to be tight right here. Now, here is your host, one of the most respected motorsports voices in America, Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. Ah, here we go, sir. Well, it's about 4.01 in the afternoon, or as close as we can get to that. It is the second hour power here on the Premier Home for all things motorsports. That would be racecentralmedia.com, but you know that. Uh, yeah, uh, Coke, uh, Coke, Coke Zero Sugar. I like lots of sugar in my drink, which is why I drink uh, Mountain Dew and stuff. Uh, okay, I just one popped up. Uh, the worst places to be in or at when there's a nuclear attack. Hmm. Worst places to be if there's a nuclear attack in America. Okay, I'll just I'll work with that. Uh, I'll do some processing. Um, man, oh, man. Whoa, here we go. Is that the ghost again? The ghost of Sydney past? <laughs> Oh, this studio is, uh, I like, I love the view. I'm looking out over the, uh, it's probably Rampart Range now from uh, the Ivory Tower here and across the the Rocky Mountains. Uh, I can see Pikes Peak. Met a nice uh, lady and her family at Sam's 3 this afternoon. I went for the 4,000 calorie uh, 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 eggs over easy, corned beef, hormone, corned beef hash, bacon, sourdough toast, the whole deal, Uh, potatoes, the whole thing. And uh, she asked me, is there visiting from Texas? And she asked me about between um, going to Boulder, which you've been before, or to drive the top of Pike's Peak. And I said, go to Pike's Peak. Go up to the new roundhouse restaurant. Have a, you know, four $400 lunch. Uh, but she said, I'm scared of the heights. I was going to go do uh, Long's Peak, but the road scared me. I'm, well, she's, Pike's Peak's not as scary, is it? I'm like, right. Well, it's not because you're you're – about halfway up, you're just in tree line, so it's it's not bad. But when you get up there, Devil's Playground, heading up the summit, get your attention. So Coke Zero Saturday night, that's going to be a lot of fun. Indy, the big go this weekend. Uh, IndyCar is off until uh, Portland, and I will get to uh, uh, the the local driver that will be racing the IndyCar race in Portland, which is very cool stuff. I'll also get to my Dario Franchitti story in a minute. But I think it's important that, um, well, the bottom, bottom line is the Glen was the Glen, and it did not disappoint. A.J. Allmendinger is always a big favorite uh, when a NASCAR goes to the Glen. The Go Bowling. I've been bowling a long time. Uh, 400 at the Glen. So let's get back to our our, our, our good friend Bob Pockris on the Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott. Was it over the line at Watkins Glen? Everyone, Bob Pockris from Fox Sports and some fast thoughts following Kyle Larson's big win here at Watkins Glen. It's dark here now, but you got to say the finish was lit, right? Man, Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott battling side by side on two late restarts. Chase Elliott proves to get ahead on the first one and then Elliott takes it from him on the ultimate one to for the win fair or foul I say fair look you want drivers to be aggressive they're going for the win now could you say maybe you shouldn't race a teammate that way I guess but I don't want there to be different rules for teammates versus rules for other drivers who aren't your teammates but I will go by the rule you race people the way they race you so Kyle Larson should maybe expect some of that in return, maybe not expect a favor, 
Look, these drivers already had something go on earlier this year at Auto Club, and that was Kyle's last win. He needed a win. He needed a win bad for that confidence and some playoff points going into uh, going into the playoffs in a couple weeks. So I don't blame Kyle Larson for that move. Should Chase Elliott be upset? Yeah, he should be upset. But you know, that's that's athletics. That's sports. That's competition. You're going to have winners. You're going to have losers. You're going to remember how you won, and you're going to remember how you lost. And I don't think either of these drivers will forget Watkins Glen. I guess that would be my cue. <laughs> Actually, oh, tried to do uh, too many damn things. Um, I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. You're the best. I can't. <laughs> We got to find that those hillbilly headlines I used to do. I'll have to do some Googling because it, it, I mean, for sale, one pig, three legs. Looks like it'd be good eating. Call me at 555-5555. Ask for Cletus. <laughs> it was that kind of stuff. Very funny. Uh, hey, racing, uh, it's that time of the year. What can I say? Uh... Boys have at it. Uh, A.J. Allmendinger, boy, he had a great run. I was really hoping he would win it because he's won there before, and he's he's so good uh, on the road course. He's a really good driver anyway. If he was in a top team, uh, he'd be just as competitive on the super speedways and stuff and the mile and a halfers. But they they don't have the dough there. They don't have the development program. And if you ain't if you ain't got no dough, you ain't got no go. And that's just kind of the way it is. But I do have a pig with three legs. If you'd like me, uh, if you'd like to buy one, AJ on the Elliot Larson battle, right here and right now. Uh, do Chase and Kyle need to have a conversation, or is that all clean and and just straight up? You know, that's the way these restarts go on on a road course. The the truth. I could give a crap what they have to talk about, <laughs> honestly. I don't have to be in a team meeting with them, and I don't have to be teammates with them. So I don't care if they have to talk to each other. Uh, it's part of it. You know, I mean, we've seen it. We saw it at Indy. You, you see it, especially on these road courses. But at any the track position is so key. And when you got two cars that were pretty even, it's the same thing. I thought if I could have got around Kyle on the restart, I'd have won the race. He wasn't going to get around me either. So, um, it's a fight to get the lead on the restart there because it's it's you know with even cars it's tough to pass so um, I don't know we're all kind of hanging on down in the corner and if they got to talk doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> I love the digger. When he was with Roo Sport, we used to do we we'd shoot our our Race Central TV, the longest running motorsport show on television by the way, and this uh, radio show the same, and we had a big this big cool set and. And uh, I got to know AJ again pretty well. He and Jay Will and, and the fellows. And at that time, again, Gary Mason was a PR director at Roosport, and he had pretty tight control. AJ, AJ, fifteen years ago or twenty years ago was different than AJ now. Um, you wouldn't recognize him, frankly. But uh, uh, we did a thing there called AJ Unplugged, and it was pretty off the hook. I mean, we threw in bleeps and logos and, you know, bat, pat, you know, pop and wow and stuff because uh, good, good for AJ. I love him, man. That guy's got a great spirit. He deserves, I mean, a, a super first-class first ride. And I think, you know, much like many of the IndyCar drivers said about Justin Wilson back in the day, uh, bless his soul, that they would, they would tell me, because they knew I was really good friends with Jay Will, they'd say, dude, 
I never want to see that guy in a Penske or Ganassi car because he he might be the best driver in the series. Uh, Graham Rahal came out and said that. Came flat out and said that. And when Justin passed, Graham was the, the he spearheaded the Justin Wilson auction to raise money uh, for the girls and for Julia and everybody. And uh, thank you, Barney Visser and Joe Garoni. They gave me a ton of really cool stuff off the Furniture Row Cup car that we sent to Graham. And I know they sold and made uh, a lot of money uh, for the family. And, and Graham and Justin were very, very good friends. I And, I, you know, I'll get to my Dario Franchini story soon. But I even got a, a story that is every bit of good uh, about uh, Graham and Justin racing together at uh, Elkhart Lake uh, the year the year he passed. And... Uh, well, it's, it's, it's a good story. It, it's a little bit of a tearjerker for me, but it's a great story. I will get caught up. I promise you. I promise you. Maybe. And I forgot to do the car review, didn't I? I'm a loser. I'm just... Oh God, how do you put up with this, Sydney? People tell my wife, how do you... How do you you're still married to this guy 20 years. How do you, how do you put up with that? All right, the dementia leader right here. <laughs> it, uh, it is Race Central on the radio. Anybody know any got connections at Prevagen? I promise I'll get caught up on the star. Plus a car review, too. You don't want to miss that. And uh, I'll tell my Justin Wilson Graham Rahal story, my Dara Franchitti story, and anything else I can make up. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Photo Joe Star, join us next. We'll talk a little NASCAR, a little silly season. All right here at Premier Home. <clears throat> Brought to you by Dream Cars. Coyote Motorsports, CoyoteMotorsports.com, Total Beverage, TotalBev.com. Also, Colpar Hobbies, that's Fred's Place, Colpar.com. All good stuff. Uh, we're also going to play some good music coming back next segment. Little Jay-Z here on the Blowtorch. It is Race Central, the radio, RaceCentralMedia.com. We'll see you after this. the hour uh that's a great video if you've not seen it the jay-z danica patrick video where they're racing on uh, there's two roads above uh monaco monaco whatever you want to call it i know joe star hangs out there all the time at the hotel in negresco i've seen him down there uh they're racing ferraris and mclarens on what's called the uh, uh the cornish road so there's the road along uh the the, the ocean down there on the way to central pay and but then there's the Cornice Road where they race the World Rally Championship stuff. And it's a great video of Dale Hurt Jr., Danica Patrick, and Jay-Z racing Ferraris. Joe, I know you know that road very well. I, I've seen you at the Negresco before. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. Well, it all depends on where you're sitting, I suppose. <laughs> the Hotel Negresco in Fort Lupton. Uh, 
Nope. <laughs> <laughs> the Hotel de Gresco in Westminster. I have no idea where those are at. I, I, I just, I'm making them up. I'm just full of crap. Uh, photo Joe Star, BigWestRacing.com, your go-to site uh, for all things motorsports besides RaceCentralMedia.com. Uh, so I, I'm going to start right the Glen. Uh, the Glen is a Glen. You know, I was a big advocate of, of furniture hire and A.J. Allmendinger when uh, – when they they took Martin, because I think in a top flight car, Dinger has the ability to win on the mile and a half and on the super speedways because of the development program. The team he's with does not have it, but it's AJ. It's it's AJ's playground really uh, on the road courses. And man, I was rooting for him hard. But how do you see from your uh, your eyes the whole Chase Kyle thing? I think you've got uh, two teammates that are feuding with each other, and I think this is not. It's not just the Glen. It, it it was earlier this year. Was it California Speedway? They got into it again, and I guess was it Bristol, where uh, uh, Bristol uh, Chase uh, basically cut off Harvick to make sure that Kyle won. I mean, it looks like that uh, Briscoe's all about team, and Kyle's all about Kyle. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's uh, you know Chase Elliott is. You know, he's a series champion. Kyle Larson, series champion. The, so you got you got Chase two years ago, and you got Kyle last year. It's uh, and it's a problem that I'm sure Mr. Hendrick loves having. But you know, there at some point, you know, it only takes a you know a tenth of a second and with a hot head to make a, a bad a bad decision. And what you don't want is you know your two top drivers at least at this point statistically anyway and results wise anyway you know starting to get a little snarky with each other well is it is it really any different than what happened in daytona in 2021 where uh keselowski took out uh logano on the last lap and uh, michael mcdowell got the win good point joe uh, that's you why you gotta sit down and talk to your drivers and say hey you know great i want you guys to to race for the win but you know i have to repay the repairs on both cars you know that could have been too that could have been the early undoing of red kozlowski at penske because not soon after that he went away well you know especially i mean they've replayed uh today on uh because we're at daytona this weekend for their that was replayed today kozlowski was up on top of the wall you know at 200 miles an hour with the back end of the car up on top of a wall, you, you, you're probably going to come back with some feelings on that. Um, yeah, yeah. Doesn't everybody do that? Well, I mean, you know, Daytona's got a long and colorful history. I mean, I've seen the pictures of uh, Lee Petty leaving the racetrack, which since of that crash ended his career. Granted, he came back and ran a few more races, but the injuries he sustained in that was basically into his career. And unfortunately, on the very same same day, I mean, Lee was running in one qualifying race. Richard was in the next. And Richard got sailing outside the park in the same day, basically in the same place. So uh, uh, Petty Racing uh, had two race cars to fix. Now, Richard came back and had quite a career after that, but that essentially ended the ended the career for Lee Petty. So, um, you know, Daytona's quite a place. Yeah, yeah no doubt about that. Um, okay, so obviously, you know, Kurt's done for the year, Kurt Busch. Um and I'm just I'm starting to wonder because they said concussion. Then Dale Earnhardt Jr. comes out and it kind of relates it to his situation where he got exhaust in the car and and you know got fuzziness and cloudiness and and just you know got that punky thing. I've been through it. It's not a lot of fun. You just you feel like you're you're swimming in a cloud. Um, 
we really don't know what is up with Kirkbush, do we? Well, we don't, and it's just speculation on my part. I think Kurt's done. I believe that Kurt will move to the broadcast uh, booth for next year. Uh, the tw- the 45 car will be open. I think that uh, Richard Childress and uh, Hamlin and Michael uh, Jordan will have a come-by-a moment, and uh, Tyler Reddick will be let go, and he will be in the 45 car for 2023. Mm. Yeah, um, I mean, it's, it's just my opinion. Yeah, I know. Well, because Kurt was making rumblings he was done a year ago. Then he goes 2311, gets the big check. They bring Reddick. Uh, Kurt's kind of the leader of the pack. Bubba's getting better, whatever that means. Um, you know, it's now there's some politicking to transfer points, and yeah, my God, uh, here we go again. Um, but yeah, I think let's put it this way: if if they don't come out very soon and say Kurt's fine, but he's already stepped aside uh, for the chase this year. I, I I don't know. He's he's made enough money. He's going through a really crappy divorce, uh, which could affect Again. his money. Uh, yeah. Um, so I, I just I wish Kurt the best. But if he steps aside, you know, he and I became pretty good friends when he was here. We had a lot of fun together. Uh, I just I, I worry about his health, and he's made the money. It. Um, I don't know. It's 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 a very confusing situation. It's uh, I don't know. And then then Eric Amarola, who was done. I'm done. I'm out of here. Now he's <laughs> coming back for next year. I wonder because we can't see what we can't see. I mean, we can't see down at the bottom of the ocean unless we have one of those submersibles. And I just I rented mine out for the weekend. Um, you know, is the Amarola staying? Could there be some things going on? You know, as the world turns. Well, I mean, Amarola, he signed a multi-year extension. I mean, he was all done. I mean, he was all set to quit and uh, now sup- and spend time with the family. And now supposedly he's bringing the family on the road with him, and it, it's all kumbaya again. Uh, we're all happy, and uh, it's a great, great world. Um, you know, he could have brought the family with him 11 years ago when he was doing this. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, you kind of wonder what's going on. I mean, we've got the silly season going full blast. And, oh, you, know, you think? Let's yeah. face it, the elephant in the room is Kyle Bush? Yeah. Is he coming back? Is he not coming back? If he's not coming back, where is he going? Uh, obviously, I don't believe that. I believe he's too young to be retiring, so to speak. Uh, he was concerned about that. Um, you know, I think, you know, who knows, maybe he'll wind up at 2311. Maybe they'll add another one. Um, I mean, they talk about the cost of the charters, uh, but let's face it, there's 36 charters out there, and how many races are we running with more than 36 cars? We don't have... I mean, we cut down from 43 to 40, and then we had 36 charters, so you had four guys trying to uh, to qualify for the race, and now those guys aren't there. Rarely do we have more than 36 cars anymore. Mm-hmm. I know. Just the charter cars. Yeah, it's – it's. Uh, let's see, where am I going to go with this? Um, it's, uh, it's, it's a complicated situation, as, as it might be listed on Tinder. This is tin, Tinder – this radio show is Tinder for, for, for motor racing fans. Um, it's <clears> – <throat> Yeah, Joe, I think Joe Gibbs is, well, we always, you know, the Mars family is fed up with Kyle Busch. Hence, Joe Gibbs is fed up with Kyle Busch. Kyle doesn't need to be a team owner. I don't see him. Could you imagine Kyle Busch being the leader of a team? Oh, my God. Well, Kyle and Kurt get Terrifying. together and form their own team. But, again, you know, Kurt Busch Racing, they're going to want to stay Toyota because if, if he switches over, that means he's got to switch over all of his trucks and Xfinity cars, too. Uh, so, I mean, Ooh. you're talking about a multi, multi-million dollar um, change to be able to get all the uh, 
the vehicles changed over from Toyota to either Ford or Chevrolet. I'm not choosing between Kyle Busch or Kurt Busch as my uh, captain, the Roger Penske of my NASCAR team. I like Kurt a lot, Kyle not so much, but I'd be conflicted. Um, it's God. Uh, Joey, we're going to keep you around for the segment, talk a little more NASCAR and stuff. Uh, also, maybe a little uh, local Joe segment. Uh, it is Race Central on the radio, and I do got to give a a quick uh, uh, just a hi to my fabulous videographer, producer, editor, extraordinaire Dwayne Bufel at Aim High Video. He does a great job. We wrapped up a great show. Uh, lots of great highlights. Uh, we got the latest of the latest from the Glen Worldwide Technology. Congratulations, uh, Joseph Newgarden. Three in a row at Worldwide. And David Maluka stole the show. I think if there had been another two or three laps, he might have won the damn thing. So uh, we got World Outlaws. Uh, Donnie Shotskis is 11th at Knoxville Nationals. We got my exclusive interview, which Donnie right off the podium after the race. Um, we got NHRA, Nitro Nuggets uh, from a week ago, from uh, Brainerd. I mean, we got it all going on. And visit BigWestRacing.com. We will be back with more Photo Joe Starred. I promise the final segment I'll get to my all my stories I've been telling you I'm going to get to all week long. And I promise you at RaceCentralMedia.com. We're back after this. Thirty-one minutes after the hour, it is the premier home for all things motorsports. It is Race Central. It's the drive from three to five, and soon to come the all-new website, which I know you're all going to love. It's super interactive, tons of uh, content, 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 and then uh, soon the uh, video and audio podcast that will be launching uh, soon on all the places you get your podcast. But uh, don't forget, Sid does a great job with uh, the podcast on DenverFan.com. Uh, which is a massively vi- visited site. And uh, you can pick that up right after the show on denverfan.com with all the great uh, silliness and highlights from me and Photo Joe Star. So, uh, Joey, um, where do we leave off? I forgot. Hello, Joe. Hello, Joe. Hey, Curtis, still there? I am here. Where, I, I forgot where we, where, we, where we dropped off. I We were talking about NASCAR, I think, right? Well, we were, uh, you know, Daytona's this weekend. Uh, the Xfinity race will be later tonight after your program's over with. Yep. And then, uh, of course, the, the uh, everything's been rained out, so they're going to start basically on the, uh, what do they call it, the points or how they manage yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we were talking yeah. about the charter system, and, uh, uh, you know, I was just going to say, you know, with 36 charters but 40 cars can start, uh, don't think you really need a charter. No, no. And I don't know if you heard earlier in the program, we had Bob Pockers explaining that. And I, to me, it was like listening to somebody trying to explain the NFL salary cap. I just I went, okay. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It's, it's a thing. Uh, who makes it, Blaney or Truex? They both can make it. I know. But um, they both can. I mean, one of them cannot. Well, if somebody wins a race, uh, um, you know, uh, Austin Dillon comes in and win the race. It's going to be the one with the most points, and I think that'll be Blaney. I, I agree think that, uh, 
And again, if Blaney wins and Truex doesn't go to the playoffs, is that going to are we going to follow that with an announcement that uh, Martin Truex Jr. is uh, retiring? Uh, well, he just signed so a big, have big room contract. Joe Gibbs Racing for uh, Ty Gibbs to come up now. Dale Jr. is saying Ty's two or three years away from uh, being ready to run Cup races, but he's he's substituting for uh, Kurt right now. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, he's not doing a bad job, actually. No, he's not. Uh, you've got Noah Grayson. Uh, floating around in, in a car. They'll be starting at the back of the pack here. Um, but, you know, I mean, like say, the silly season going on right now, I mean, the, the big elephant in the room is, is what's going to happen with Kyle Busch and, and what are we going to do? Is, is 2311 Motorsports, uh, is Kurt going to retire and they're going to move up, uh, do something to get Tyler Reddick in the car? Is Are they going to go to a three-car team? I mean, they were talking about the possibility of them going to a three-car team and it was being held back because of the cost of the charter. Well, like I say, I'm not sure that you really need a charter. Um, you know, a lot of races you can start at the back, and through uh, tire management and pit stops, uh, you can move right to the front regardless. Well, and yeah, if they, I mean, with, with what they've got right now, uh, you know, start at the, I mean, it depends who they bring in. Now, if it's just a paid driver uh, that's, you know, and I, Noah Gregson, I, I got I got nothing for that guy. He's not well liked anywhere he goes, and he better keep keep his nose clean in Cup, or he's going to end up on the top of a fence somewhere. But unless they just bring in some some deadbeat with a big wallet, uh, that track house those track house cars are good enough to drive from the back and to get in the show. Well, sure, and a track house could expand also, and uh, it wouldn't surprise me to see a track house say, "Kyle, if you don't have any place else to go, come run with us." Um, they just had him on a podcast here with Dale Jr. earlier today, and uh, he was talking about his career. and And again, he wants to he wants to focus all of his stuff in Nashville. Uh, but you know, after he bought Chuck and, or Ganassi Racing, you know, it's not like he can move a hundred something people from uh, from Charlotte to, uh, to to Nashville to work. So I mean, co- currently they're they're still in Charlotte, but I mean, their ultimate goal is to open some fancy place there in Nashville. Um, where people can see the cars and, and drink some beers at the same time, I believe. It's not a bad idea, Frank. Make it a destination. Make And I said track house. I meant to say track house and 2311 because th- th- those are two of the good stories this year. Uh, and Bubba has gotten better. He's had some some flashes. Um, you know, it, there's a lot of luck involved with racing. Uh, but I think they were really hoping Kurt would be around to keep mentoring Bubba. And then you bring in, uh, you know, Tyler Reddick as Kurt Busch, you know, settles off into the sunset. So I think they had a plan. And right now I don't know what that, what, what that plan really is. Um, there's, I don't know if you agree with me or not, but something ain't right with the 19. They just, and we played audio earlier in the program asking Martin about this tonight's, uh, tomorrow night's race. There wasn't one ounce of enthusiasm and confidence that I heard in his voice. I just, like that, like that sauce you make, and there's just something missing. You can't put your finger on it. There's something missing in that sauce over there at the 19. Well, you, you just, from like what you said, I mean, is he just playing out the string, waiting for the end of the year so he can make an announcement? Uh, it, it's hard to say. I mean, um, with everything, all the confusion going on at Gibbs Racing, um, I shouldn't say confusion, but with uh, with what is going on with the Kyle Busch situation, uh, um, is it affecting everyone? Well, I mean, Martin just signed a big contract extension, but as we've seen, you know, contracts are meant to be broken. So, you know, like head coaches are hired to get fired. So, I mean, who knows? I guess I missed that one. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, no, he resigned. Uh, 
God, it's been so long. I, I forgot exactly when it was. But no, he he because he was on the fence. But yeah, no, he did resign. Oh, at least a month or a month and a half ago, um, putting the end to that speculation. But that doesn't mean anything. I mean, he he could re- he could resign with in the background with his agents saying, you know, if this thing starts to smell at the end of the year and you know just things go sideways, I'm out. I'm done. He, I mean, he could break his contract. What's Joe going to do? Sue him? I mean, yeah. There's always exit clauses in every contract. Uh... Um, usually, if, when you got lawyers involved, there's a way out of everything. So. Well, just I mean, Joe Joe Gibbs, the the old ball coach, Mister Swell guy. I mean, ask anybody at Furniture Row how swell Joe Gibbs is. <laughs> oh, did I say that? I'm sorry. Well, we both said it out loud. A couple <laughs> yeah, of times. Very disappointed, Mister Gibbs. So yes, yes. Uh, you know, I don't know. It, it is what it is. Uh, it, does Kevin Harvick matter anymore? I mean. He's got some wins. It seems like he's got some momentum going, but I, I don't know. Is he, is he still relevant? Should he step aside? I think uh, just like when Tony Stewart came in, I mean, Tony Stewart just basically limped into the playoffs a few years ago. And again, I'll say playoffs because we no longer determine a champion the, the old way. But he came into the playoffs, just barely got in, then won five out of ten races in the playoffs and was a champion. Um, you know, Harvick, uh, was, you know, all of a sudden come from nowhere, won two races in a row, and uh, – and he was uh, he was fairly close there at, at Watkins Glen. So I mean, I'm anxious to see what Harvick does uh, today at Daytona or tomorrow at Daytona. And uh, because you know momentum going into the playoffs, you know anybody that's in the playoffs has a chance to win it. I mean, Joey all of a sudden has become relevant again. Um, you know, for a while there, it was like he'd fallen off the face of the earth. Penske was hot at the beginning of the year, then all of a sudden it was. Uh, the, the watermelon man was, was all over the place. Uh, Kyle Kyle Larson's had his, uh, you know, in and out being the hottest driver in NASCAR, along with Chase Elliott. All of them are in the, all of them are going into the playoffs, and we'll just have to see who's who's hot here coming out of Daytona. Yeah, it's it. it I like that, but you know, people love Ross Chastain, but he has kind of faded a little bit from the limelight as of as of late, and I'm wondering if. Uh, He's, I mean, he's fourth the championship. I mean, God, I mean, who'd have thought? And 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 uh, Lee Spencer, right here in this program, I, I started to say best story that, and she said Ross Chastain, and she said how many people had Ross Chastain uh, winning three races uh, in this in this season? Uh, boy, I wish I'd had that ticket. But Harvick is fifth right now. Tyler Reddick seventh. The Sandwich is eighth. Christopher Bell is ninth. Kyle's tenth. You know, this is. Um, Ah, but I think, in my, in my opinion, Joey Logano is kind of a sneaky third. We haven't really talked about Joey Logano a lot this year because it's been all about everybody else. And then, of course, there's Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson at the top. So it's, uh, man, oh, man. It's, uh, it's, You've it's, got some people going into the playoffs that are actually, right at the moment, are totally irrelevant. Uh, Briscoe's not done anything, hasn't shown anything, and uh, Alex Bowen. Uh, the showman Bowman, uh, you know, they're in the playoffs, but they're just they're just not there. I mean, they're falling off the face of the earth. You don't even know where they're at anymore. Yeah. Joey, it's good stuff as always. Uh, read BigWestRacing.com. Uh, real quick, uh, is there a lot of – we've got about 30 seconds. Anything – what's going on on the, on the local Joe segment? I know Joey's got some races. I think he's at Holyoke and maybe – Holyoke this weekend to the dirt show? No, jo- Joey's at El Paso County El Paso, this that's right. Holyoke last week. Yeah. The, the quarter midgets are running on Sunday. The admission is free. Anybody wants to come out, just say quarter midgets at the gate. You can come in and watch quarter midgets run on Sunday. Um, wow. Saturday in El Paso County. Uh, um, 
you know, a lot of local racing going on. A lot yeah. of good stuff. Yeah, I, I love the Paso as I coined it uh, years ago. But So you just mentioned quarter midgets you get in free? Sure, quarter midgets never charge. Uh, they run over at IMI and... Uh, you know, I mean, you go through all the motorcycle and ATV guys and all that, but yeah. when you get to the gate, take your uh, life you in hands. You're going to the quarter midgets; uh, they'll just wave you on through, and and you go over, watch the uh, the stars of tomorrow. Yeah, uh, Connor, Connor Clegg, uh, Kyle Clegg's son really? is racing. In a year or two, you'll see Eggleston's kids racing. Um, you know, I mean. Eggleston and Clegg both came through quarter midgets to get to the track. And I mean, if you look at the truck division at Colorado National Speedway, we've got about six six young people that are out of quarter midgets racing in there. God, won't that be fun, Kyle and and well, uh, Kyle and 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 uh, uh, Chris will be um, in their rocking chairs with uh, with their spanners in their hands, you know, yelling at each other as the kids go at it. Now, instead of instead of boys go at it, it'll be kids go at it. Could be. I mean. <laughs> uh, Joey, have a great weekend. Be safe. Say hello to the lovely missus, and uh, we'll talk to you again real soon. All right. Talk to you soon. Kurt. There he goes. Last, it's, yeah, last call coming up, not for alcohol, but for the best damn motorsports show you're ever going to hear. It's last call here on the radio show. What can I tell you? And I promise you, I will get to my stories I have been talking about. And another fresh one just came to mind that will lead off the next segment. Stick around and racecentralmedia.com. I want to thank Joe Starr for joining us on the program. Certainly all of you for uh, tuning in. Also, uh, anywhere you can hear my voice, you can watch the longest motorsports, the longest running motorsports show on TV. That would be Race Central TV. You can watch us right here on the Mile High on Denver Comcast, also on their Roku channel, streaming on their website. And, of course, uh, the soon-to-be defunct site, which is racecentralmedia.com, is our all-new interactive and super content-driven site. We'll be uh, launching soon. Also, the video and audio podcast. Be sure and listen to all these great programs. Uh, DenverFan.com after the show. Sydney does a great job at putting all all that together. So if you had to step away and miss any uh, part of this great program, uh, we'll be off next week on the holiday weekend. I want to wish all of you an early, happy, and safe. I can't believe I'm saying Labor Day. It seems like it was yesterday that Sydney and I were at uh, Podium Carding doing our, our kind of our Tonight Show version of uh, <laughs> the Daytona 500, the, the bash after the clash, as we called it. Holy cow. Uh, yeah, so a lot of good stuff uh, going on. Uh, I think Sid and I will be up shooting TV at the uh, Vail Concours. We uh, had the big boss on last week. That's a, that, that's a must-go event. It is so beautiful in the Vail Valley at that time of the year. It's uh, it's an awful lot of fun. Uh, what can I say? Uh, so if you're a regular, you know I get all these great uh, cars to drive and then review on this program. What a great time to review cars, right? Three to five, everybody's stuck in their car driving home. I want to thank uh, Drive Shop for helping us out and all the great stuff that, uh, that they do and we do. I recently just had the Toyota GR86 Premium. This is a hot rod. Uh, MSRP starts around thirty grand. Uh, highway mileage, well, city highway, twenty and twenty-seven, because it, it likes it, it likes to be revved. What can I tell you? You can get it a six-speed manual or automatic transmission with the dynamic rev management and paddle shifters. I had the uh, six-speed manual. 
and it was really fun. Um, it's only 228 horsepower. It's a two. It's a 2.4. There were four cylinder uh, boxer, and so it's a post, so like a, like a, another manufacturer. It's a rear wheel driver. The thing is a skateboard. It's an awful lot of fun to drive. Zero to sixty and six point one, which is not mind bolting, but if you if you get a little ornery with it, it it feels so much uh, faster. The car ha- gets lots of looks. I mean, it's a, it's a looker it, with the eighteen inch black matted alloy wheels with the Mission Pilot Sport tires that sticks like glue. Uh, it's all color keyed. It's got the duckbill spoiler. Uh, for a car that sits low, uh, the blind spot monitor is really important with the rear cross traffic alert. I actually I was up buying a Bronco jersey for my father in law. Uh, 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 that Russell guy. What's his name again? The quarterback. Uh, uh, what's his name again? Sid? Russell Wilson. Yeah. Uh, and this guy comes blazing down the alley up there at Dick's like they always do because they're blank. And beep, beep, beep. And I'm really glad that that, that thing works so well because it alerted me and it helped give a little brake squeeze. In a low car, on the way people drive anymore, really, really, really good stuff. Uh, it's got the, the vehicle stability control. It's also got a track mode. That will tell you a lot about the car. Sports seats, heated, fabulous seats. I'm all about, uh, you know, seats because of my back issues. Sound system, killer, Android and Apple CarPlay. I mean, it's just, it's got it all, uh, which is pretty interesting, too. It comes with a complimentary one-year NASA membership. That's a sports car club, by the way, for amateurs. Ding, ding, ding. Again, track mode, NASA membership, including one free high-performance driving experience, HPDE. That's an SCCA deal. So what they're telling you is this thing is a badass track machine, and it really is. It's a lot of fun to drive. I really enjoyed the car a lot. It looks great. It uh, it just it, it begs to want it to go, and it does. And we don't have a Toyota dealer as a sponsor, but if you're looking for something in that category, again, it's it's all said and done, I think my car was thirty five grand. It's a cool, cool machine. And then they've got a, a lesser expensive one. Looks the same, just doesn't have quite as many fancy schmancies. Starts at twenty seven grand. So, I mean, looking for something, and again, NASA membership and HPD driving, I guess what they're basically telling you is, oh, by the way, this car likes to go fast. Good stuff. Uh, NHRA, the Dodge Power Brokers, U.S. Nationals, uh, August 31st to September 5th in Indianapolis. It's the big go. It's going to be good. I'm rooting for Antron. We couldn't get him today, but uh, hopefully we'll get him. Uh, not next week, but the week after as we'll be off next week for Labor Day. And that's going to give Sid and I a chance to kind of soft roll out the audio and video podcast. But be sure to listen to this show at denverfan.com. And then also, uh, Race Central Replay is back on Sundays. You kind of have to look for it because it moves around a little bit. But it will be this Sunday, uh, Race Central Replay. Sid, do we have the races, any of the races on the channels uh, tomorrow night? Daytona, we don't. Okay. That's all right. Uh, NASCAR tomorrow night. Oh, I better get to my stories. Dario Franchitti. Actually, you know, <clears throat> got to kind of know him. Has the monster crash in St. Petersburg in the last race of the season four or five years ago now, memory serves me correct. I mean, it was really bad. It didn't look as bad. It looked bad, but didn't look as bad as it turned out for Dario. Dario ended up, you know, squishing his melon pretty good. 
And I was told by Tony Kanaan, because they live near each other, that because uh, Tony kept checking in on Dario, and he's like, he's like, Kurt Dario, just he's not, it's not all there. Just the, the, it's not firing. And Dario even told him when Tony asked him directly, he's like, dude, are you going to be okay? He goes, I don't think so. This is, this is scaring the hell out of me. Which prompted him to uh, retire. And he's fine now. He's doing, uh, he's not racing, racing, but he's doing some TV work and some announcing. I and mean, he's a super good guy. Uh, a lot of people don't remember that he was married to Ashley Judd for a long, long time. I think I told my my Honda Jimmy Vassar golf tournament story a few weeks ago where I sat next to he and Robert Clark, the most powerful man at Honda, and Ashley, I sat next to Ashley with her. Sid Willis had a bucket hat. Yeah, the bucket hat. Sid was doing her Ashley Judd imitation a few weeks ago. Um, but uh, he's fine now, but, you know, I think he's doing, I don't even know if it's vintage racing, but I think he's maybe doing some pace car driving or something, but he's pretty much been told, you know, keep uh, keep that melon safe and, and, and protected and like we all should, you know, it, uh, yeah. Wow. What a show. Uh, thanks to Sid the Kid be, uh, behind the non-glass, the non, I mean, plexiglass and everybody here at Bonneville that let me do what I do. Uh, Rooftop Richie, Sean Brennan, Katie, it's, it's, it's a great, we, it's great to be back, you know, about four or five years now, where it all started uh, here on uh, a fan and ESPN radio. Uh, watch Race Central TV. The latest version will be, uh, well, I'm going to put it up on my Facebook page tonight, Facebook slash Kurt Hansen, and share it to other pages. It's a really good show. Uh, you know, it's, uh, again, thanks to Dwayne Bufel over at Aim High Video. We went to the Heat uh, beat and repeat where we shot the opens and stuff, which is a pretty cool uh, metal bending deal uh, by Olero Acres. Uh, they're good people over there. Um, but we've got worldwide technology. We've got NASCAR at the Glen. We've got Knoxville Nationals last 10 laps. We've got my exclusive interview with Donnie Schatz and uh, more good stuff. Keep it locked right here and go to the website, racecentralmedia.com. Thanks to all of you for tuning in and for listening and watching. Thanks to all of our great sponsor partners, because without them, we can't do what we do. See a great call. Another badass song to wrap up the show. We're off next week. We'll see you in two weeks.